0: What an absolute treat we have lined up for you today. Me and the team have made our way down to Ross Trevor to speak to an absolute gem of a human being. A woman who is simply gifted with her art and has been on countless articles, magazines and received numerous awards. you are watching the official Young Hunger podcast and we present to you Miss Jacqueline Rooney.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Jacqueline Rooney and I'm an award winning artist based in my gallery in the beautiful picturesque village of Restrever here in the heart of the Mourne Mountains. I am absolutely honoured to be speaking to Michael today to share my story and hopefully inspire some of you that it is never too late to take that risk.
0: The first time I ever sort of came across you was like two weeks ago Mm. at the Think Network event. Shout out to to Gary Dockery (laughs) for setting that up and you you spoke Mm. and you were saying to to the last and I don't know what it is, and I'm not just saying that because you're here, but something about your talk inspired me. So I was like, this is a woman. Me and Ross need to get speaking to because Aww. we want to find out more and I feel like a lot of people could learn from your story. Mm-hmm. So where did your story begin? Where was like the start of the journey for you with painting?
1: Well, obviously, um, it's been my childhood dream to be an artist. Um, You know, I used to spend my summers at my grannies. I'm the eldest of five children, so I shipped out every summer and up to grannies, and we had four channels on the TV. (laughs) I'm showing my age here. (laughs) But yeah, basically, I spent my summers two months and painting mm-hmm. and the morns and the view of the sea so she lived near the Silent Valley there at the foot of the Morn mountains. and uh, Granny was such a, a big fan of mine and you know she kept saying you know are you are going to be an artist when you're older and I said yes I am Granny but um, you know school uh, teachers and uh, relatives and things would have said no 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 you, you know that's not a job yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you get, get rid of that notion uh, that's a wee hobby you know you need a proper job so um, what I ended up doing was I went uh, forward my levels were art, in, English and music I was a very creative of all-rounder um, but I knew that if I kept going with my art as far as I could that it would hopefully lead the right direction and then I got in to do um, my BA honours in art and design. I graduated in 2000 so I came out qualified to teach art up to A level mm-hmm. and um, then I was a teacher but alongside my teaching career and um, I painted and sold my art because I was so determined. I had my first solo exhibition in 2002, so two years after I graduated. So I kind of kept making myself, giving myself a goal to work towards and keep the art going. Yeah. And then um, also, you know, I would have sold um, through galleries and things like that. So I was doing it part-time all along. Yeah. Um, but whenever I was teaching my students, you know, and I kept saying, to them, you know, follow your dreams and do what you really, really wish. Um, I knew there was this niggle inside my heart that I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought... I'm nearly a fraud standing here yeah. telling them to do that, you know. And so it was always a, a um, my lifelong ambition was to do this full time. And then um, we had um, a, a very life-changing uh, period in our lives. My husband and I... Um, we lost both of his parents to cancer um, within eight months of each other and we had our two sons in that same, um, it was in a year and a half period, and we both sat down, my husband and I, one night, and we just thought, you know what, what are we doing, what is life all about? We're not happy where we are, we have have we've a burning ambition to do something else and something more, so we both handed in our notices mm. um, as teachers, yeah. um, hi, him as a primary school teacher and I as an art teacher, and um, I have to say it was the best decision we ever made, mm-hmm. and Absolutely no regrets, yeah. you know.
0: What, what sort of made you take that jump? Like, I think I remember you saying, uh, you were teaching and someone said to you, you were saying, follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. And someone said to you, are you doing your dream and then you're like no yeah, or something absolutely yeah, yeah
1: yeah. I mean as I say that was a, a big thing for me is to you know you want to inspire your students to really be their best and mm. be happy and do what they love and do what they're brilliant at and I remember even my students um, one of them saying Miss did you always want to be an art teacher yeah. and I just stopped and thought no mm. no, I didn't mm-hmm. I wanted to be an artist and I'm standing here and I'm, I'm pushing you towards that and I really want that for you but whenever I was at school it just wasn't on the career pathway you know and yeah. whenever I told people they were horrified Um, so I just you know I think back then whenever um, I I was in school it wasn't just it wasn't the norm it wasn't the nine to five it didn't tick the box so uh, you were kind of nudged into a certain uh, career path you know Mm -hmm. but I think the beauty of today is the opportunities are there and Mm -hmm. you can absolutely go for whatever you want to do
0: and did you ever have that fear of like what if
1: Always. So that was with me throughout my teaching career and as I say it was constantly burning behind me that Mm. I was not doing what I really, really wanted to do. And I think it took me um, to my late 30s to actually have the courage to just say, do you know what life is too short, you know? And as I say, my husband and I had gone through a, a you know a, a real roller coaster of emotions, and um, we just we literally just stopped and 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 reevaluated everything. Yeah. And it was it was you know if something really um, you know dark at that point in our lives, uh, we just saw light at the end of the tunnel, and that was just let's just do it.
0: Yeah, and that, that's amazing to hear because is it Jay Blades? Yeah, like your your art is global nearly now because of that. How did that come? How did he? For those who don't know, he's on the...
1: The repair shop. repair shop, yeah. Yeah, He's on TV. absolute gentleman. Um, So basically, um, over lockdown, um, obviously my husband and I took away panic attacks. We thought, (laughs) oh my goodness, we're we're, uh, we're really going to have to push our businesses. And um, I knew that social media was an area I felt confident in, so I was constantly on social media and... Actually, the beauty of that was that when people were at spend a lot more time in their homes over uh, the pandemic, they were doing up their homes. Um, people were having Zoom meetings on, and, and they wanted some lovely art behind them, so suddenly all of these new eyes um, found my art um, through Instagram, LinkedIn and all of that, but one of the most special um, phone calls I ever received was from um, Jay Blades, as we mentioned, the repair shop um, and designer. Um, he basically saw me on Instagram, sent me a DM or a voice note and said that he found my art and it made the hairs stand up in the back of his neck Mm. and he said, we need to speak, we need Mm. to talk. So he rang me that day and we shared our passions for colour and interiors and vibrant colours and he said, right, we're going to do something together, something very special. So he commissioned me to create um, a painting. First first and foremost, um, he wanted a painting and he chose one and I called it Courage. And uh, it's one of the uh, very, very popular best-selling prints now in the gallery because it resonates with so many. And for me, courage at that point was um, following your, the courage to follow your dreams, the courage to take that risk and the courage to just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, for other people, it, it resonates with, for other reasons. So he has courage. He owns that now. And then after that, he put it behind his designs on Instagram and, and he had like 100,000 followers or whatever. And suddenly yeah. all these orders came flooding in from the UK mm-hmm. that um, you know, people that didn't know who I was But my colourful art behind his beautiful designs, it just was like a marriage made in heaven, you know, so uh, (laughs) it was was fantastic. And then following the success of that, he commissioned me to create a bespoke piece um, and he wanted um, hope and light in this piece. So Hmm. I called it Into the Light and that piece he then transferred onto luxury velvet and onto furniture and onto cushions. And they sold out straight away. Mm. So then he said, right, Jackie, I have started this now. I'm going to pass you the gauntlet and you, yeah. you run with it. So
0: you you on new TV with him, isn't that right? Because yes. I remember seeing the, yes. it was on over lockdown. He was was singing your praises. Yes. And I remember seeing that and then just, I was having the tea one night and he was on TV. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I was like, what? Exactly. No, he, um, an absolute gentleman. We did an interview then on UTV Live. Mm. Um, It was very exciting. And, um, you know, it was amazing then after that interview, what happened. Um, So basically following the interview, um, there was a a lovely man watching it in his front room. Like you say, you saw it on the TV and um, he came to our house and gave me the proposal of, opening this beautiful period property in the heart of Restrever, where I live. um, And um, he owns the building and he said, look, would you be interested in taking it on? And I grabbed the keys off him (laughs) and said, yes, absolutely.
0: Maybe whenever, like, even just talking to you, I can feel like the sort of the energy and the positivity. Was there ever a time you said maybe like, uh, maybe this isn't for me or anything like that? No, it was always never.
1: I never doubted it myself once. My husband now he's been more of a realist. Mm. Um, I say he, he calls me. He said sometimes my head's in the clouds and yeah. I'm always thinking positive. But that that comes from my dad and my grand. You know, very much. You know, Resilience. just do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Just go for it. You know, so why not? Why would you not do it? And uh, you know, he'd be more of thinking of uh, paying the mortgage and the bills yeah. and all those things. But um, yeah, no, there was no hesitation. I just felt like once I had made that leap um, mm-hmm. from my permanent job into what I've always wanted to do the doors and the opportunities started to come in. You mm-hmm. know, the doors started opening and the opportunities started flooding in and it was nearly like, there was all these signs coming at me, Michael, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and how, how do
0: you sort of, where, where is your, um, your gallery for those who maybe don't know?
1: So the gallery is um, a beautiful um, restored period property here in the heart of Restrever in the Mourns. Um Restrever is a coastal village, um, about fifteen minutes outside of Newry, and not not too far, about fifty minutes from Belfast mm. and about an hour from Dublin. Mm. So we're right, um, sort of smack bang in the middle, and we're right at the coast with um, the mountains of Mourne just uh, sweeping down to the sea beside us, yeah. nearly. You know, so it's, it's a very picturesque, beautiful oh, village. Yeah. yeah and today's
0: such a wonder day because <laughs> sunshine and yeah. we're never down this this part of the world. And
1: well, do you know we get a lot of visitors. Busy- coming to the area who really appreciate the Mourne Mountains and climbing the Mournes or swimming open waters and then that lends itself really, really well to what inspires my art. So yes. when they come into the gallery it's nearly like a memory of where, you know, they've just spent their time yeah. so it's, it's, it's in really in keeping with the area. But you
0: weren't always here. Did you, did you go to Australia? Yes. Is that right? Yeah.
1: So one of the massive turning points in my life was in 2006 I um, decided um, I, I had my long relationship my job, my car, my house all Everything. of that. Had it all, yeah. you know, and like I say, the dream really, and ticking all the boxes, but I just wasn't happy. And I knew I wasn't doing what I really wanted to do. And I remember always saying, I'd love to have gone, you know, to Australia and travel. Um, a friend of mine emigrated at age eight, and I always used to think, I'll watch Neighbours and see her on the TV someday, yeah. you know. So at had this thing, we'd love to go to Australia, but nobody would go with me at mm. the time, and the thought it was nuts. So I remember a friend of mine um, had breast cancer at the time, and she said to me, Right, I am sick listening to you talking about it, just go and book your ticket. So I went that day. And I came home to my boyfriend that night and I said, I've booked my ticket for Australia. I'm going on the 1st of September and he says, no, you're not. And then I showed him the ticket and he said, right, okay. And he still said until the day he left me at the airport, he didn't think I was going to go. Yeah. But I went um, to Australia and I had um, 250 pound in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Talking about resilience. Yeah. I, uh, I I thought mom and dad might give me a few pounds, yeah. but <laughs> they, uh, they gave me a few pounds for the airport and says, you know, get yourself a wee coffee. And I thought, right. Uh, what did you do when oh, you got over there? What did... Well, what I did when I got over there was, um, I come from a very musical family as well. It it's in the blood so uh, I saw an ad for singing in um, a, a hostel for mm. free accommodation so I was there <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started yeah so I got somewhere to stay for free and was with a band there it was great crack and then from that I did all the most random jobs I was nannying in the five-star hotels for like celebrities children and mm-hmm. I was working in a backpackers <laughs> and I was doing all those mad jobs and mm-hmm. um, I had got a job teaching out there but I only stuck up for three months because I thought no, I didn't come here to do what I did yeah. at home, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, but it was good to try it as well, yeah. you know. So, uh, but that year it was a real eye opener because I had went by myself. So you had to make friends, find somewhere to live, you know, um, just really make the most of being there. And I was there to the very last mm. of the year. Didn't want to come home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was I mean, amazing. Did
0: the art blossom over there? Yeah,
1: it absolutely did. So I was living in Melbourne, and Melbourne is really rich in culture mm-hmm. and art galleries everywhere. Um, I got to work on some of those as well, which is really inspiring and even the brightness of color in the in just the the surroundings the landscapes everything um, travelling right round australia just was so inspirational yeah, you yeah. know and like imaginarily like the oh, sea just, and the just sand. gorgeous. yeah it's all the coast yeah. and it was like it was home from home but the colors were totally vamped up it was just stunning you know and i remember thinking but well, look if i can do this you know it shows you you can take the risk and do whatever you want mm. to do you know um so it it definitely helped me to become more confident yeah, yeah. in my decision making (laughs)
0: And you said you have two wee boys? Yes, two wee boys. Do they sort of want to be... Yeah, or they nearly take it after you? Or? Yes,
1: I do. I have we have Finn and Evan, and Finn's seven and Evan's six, and um, they're obsessed with art and they're obsessed with the, even like we're driving along, mummy, quick, take a photo. <laughs> or take a photo. There's a yeah. rainbow world, mummy. Look at the reflection on the water, and the eldest, who's seven, he is just all he wants to do is be an artist like mummy. So mm-hmm. I just How's think that it's that oh, I, you know. such a beautiful feeling. And um, I was taking a photo of a piece the other day for social media, and he said, mummy, will you? Can I hold it for you? I just love this, and and he, he was all proud as punch. And um, he said, like someday I want to hold my own art, and I want to, you know, I want to be like you, you know. Yeah. And I just think it's so lovely that they don't know me as a teacher; they mm. only know me as Mummy, the artist, you know. And to them, that's as normal and natural as anything, yeah, you like know. Following her, absolutely. Passion, yeah, and, and you know, is there not? There's no better, you know, example to give exactly. your children or yeah. give the young people, you know. So.
0: And then you're Scott. Um, he does the
1: coffee, Yes, is that
0: right? He, he's here as well, he's... Yes,
1: he's in Restrever as, as well, yeah. he's in the heart of the village um, Evanley Coffee, we named it after Evan and Finley, so um, he has a real cult following mm. of um, people that come from all over for his coffee and um, he just loves it He, as I say, he gave up his teaching we travelled together following uh, my solo year in Australia and we took a year out again and um, when we were in Christchurch in New Zealand there was this such a lovely feeling of regeneration and pop-up uh, container Coffee shops and things, and he said, "You know, we don't have enough of that back yes. home. We need that. Yep. Plus, it was bringing people together. That um it was a lovely way to sort of bring communities out. And then, you know, so mm-hmm. he started that before, um way before lockdown. And then, over lockdown, he just become became so popular, you know, yeah. because of social distancing mm. and everything else. And he's remained so. He he knows more people than I do yeah. now. These <laughs> are both
0: thriving, you know. I mean, you both did yeah. that leap, and these yeah. are both,
1: yes, you know." Yeah, and I think that was a lot of it to do with positivity and self belief as well. Because you know, you can you, you can get times where there's challenges. It's not been all plain sailing, you yeah. know. And that's what Instagram it, really doesn't see. Yeah, no, it? no, you don't show that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's all perfect and yeah. <laughs> polished. But I mean, there are times where you know it can be quite stressful um, running your own business. So uh, we kind of bounce off each other. Mm-hmm. And like when you know maybe times where I'm worrying about something that you know in the business, he's there to kind of boost me along, and vice versa. So yeah. it it kind of it's lovely that we both kind of get each other that way you know it, it definitely works you and know
0: whenever I was saying about having you on there was no hesitation you were straight yeah, yeah. yes <laughs>
1: straight, straight yes yeah. I just think you know it's, it's an honor to be asked to to share your story mm-hmm. and maybe someone um, listening or tuning in mm-hmm. it'll resonate with them yeah. and isn't that lovely to be able to do that as well Absolutely. it yeah. makes the whole
0: thing worthwhile. really, yeah nearly, doesn't it yeah that was the same with me at the Think Network event yeah I just heard that wee thing I was like right I need, we need to get to speak this one with <laughs> that. Thank you. Do, do you use um, the law of attraction or do you use anything, anything yeah. like that or do you?
1: Yeah, I, I very much believe in that. I remember reading The Secret years mm. ago and it uh, really did change how I thought about things. Now I would be a positive person anyway, yeah. but very much what you're putting out there, the energies, your thoughts, everything. I do really believe in that, uh, Michael. And I've seen so many things happening that have been like a kind of response to, to that feeling, you know, so like I have my vision boards and yes. I have my, my gratitude journals and all of those things. And I just think the more positivity you put out, your thoughts are manifesting that, you know, and it Mm -hmm. definitely does come back. Yeah, Yeah. because you were
0: saying that a couple of times before we were filming, and I was thinking to myself, it's all sort of, you know what is the law of attraction really? It is because everything just worked in.
1: It is perfectly. Really. It absolutely is, and as, as I say, the wee signs you know um, that you get along the way, and just like a wee nod to that yeah. you're on the right path, and yeah. you, the universe is sending you these signs. And I know it sounds a wee bit airy fairy, yeah. but <laughs> do you know it's it's a lovely way to think because um, if you're putting that out and then it's coming back, it's mm. like you know it just it, it just reaffirms yeah, you're doing the right thing. Definitely, yeah. and like
0: you're on TV, you're on new TV. <laughs> yeah. I was downstairs, me and Ross were looking at the awards and magazines, you name it, you're on it somewhere.
1: I'm excited, (laughs) yeah. How's that Uh, feeling whenever? It's just fabulous. I I got asked to do a BBC documentary called The Borrowers by the local credit union Mm. and they featured um, several business people in the area, in the local area here and in Ballymena. And it was like over several weeks filming and that was lovely because they actually filmed um, with my family in the house the day to day and out and about and um, sure, the, the kids were so excited, they were yeah. famous, they were into school, you know, we're going to be on TV tonight, you know, <laughs> yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. thought it was amazing. But a
0: day in a life, nearly. A day in a life, yeah. and it was
1: just lovely. Um, that was before I opened the gallery, actually, as well, so I think it all led to this, you mm-hmm. know. Um, well, what, what
0: does a day in a life look like for you? What would be, like, a typical yeah day such.
1: a day in the life would be uh, chaotic now it starts <laughs> at uh, about six in the morning my boys have these little inbuilt alarm clocks and they're up uh. from the early doors <laughs> and they're up and they're raring to go but then i do my social media while we're sort of um dozing on the sofa and that time in the morning i do all that so every day religiously i will do my social media posts um every morning and then that'll start me for the day and any day typically could could vary from getting to the easel, which is my favourite part, getting to paint and create, Mm. to maybe go into the framers, um, photographers, working in the gallery, meeting lovely customers, delivering paintings, going to other galleries, you know... um, there's all sorts of amazing um, events that I like to go to as well you know so you're always growing the business and always thinking well, what can we do more yeah. you know so um, and collaborate you're, and,
0: so, you're so busy yeah. thinking, where do you get the time to paint
1: <laughs> well that's the thing I would love more time to paint I think um, as the business grows and evolves my dream would be then I would do a lot more of the painting mm. side of things and then um, pass it on to yeah. you know other you know sort of delegate a bit uh, better and then like
0: you are saying there, you're sort of obviously the art but like, and the music but like what would you sort of do to sort of relax and sort of yeah. get a bit of a head shore?
1: Well music as I say is in the blood and um, my dad is really passionate about the music and um, plays like trad and folk music oh. and uh, we were reared with that you know so on a Wednesday night in Restrever, a big <laughs> shout out here to the Restrever Inn, there's um, songs and stories and it's just an absolute uh, breath of fresh air and people come from all over with their instruments and their mm. voices and whatever and congregate and it's just it's one of those nights where it's, it can go just it's, it's always magical like yeah. but people just play music sing together and have the crack and it's just like-minded people come coming together you know so that's total escapism for me because art would always have been my escapism like um, but running the business can be stressful Mm. so sometimes you need to take yourself out of it and do something else you know uh, um, alongside it.
0: I actually have a note here is it you play is it five instruments?
1: Yeah, five musical <laughs> instruments. Yeah, well, do you know what? Not None of them to a really high degree, so I'll have to throw that in there. But yeah, dad taught myself and my siblings the Tim Whistle um, at age three, and it grew mm-hmm. from there. And then you know, I play the so Tim Whistle flute, guitar, piano, and cello. That's what I play. Yeah, yeah, see yeah,
0: so. On your, on your uh, Instagram, you're playing the. Yeah, playing guitar, the guitar with dad. Like, what, yeah. do, what do you not
1: do? You know well, mean? no, <laughs> uh, accounts. <laughs> I pass that to someone yeah. else. That's not the side of the brain I was yeah. blessed with. I definitely have the creative side. But I think they're very intrinsic linked and when I'm painting a lot of the time I'm listening to music that really Mm. inspires and influences me and sometimes that really comes out in your work you know so
0: because you can feel that yeah Yeah. totally
1: and um, even the wildflowers sometimes like dad would say it reminds him of musical notes on a you know on a stave you know so I think it's all part of you're pouring all of you into your work and it's lovely to be able to share that with the the, you know the audience and
0: I, I actually I love hearing your story and this is what we're passionate about so it's really nice to sort of connect with you on that but if someone was maybe uh, looking for maybe to follow in your own footsteps or advice or sort of like taking that jump? Yeah. Maybe not, not necessarily an art or yes. what would you say to I, someone?
1: Yeah, I would say, well, first of all, go for it. Mm. no hesitation go for it take the risk because what is the worst that can happen do you know what I mean you can always get another job somewhere whatever so don't live your life with any regrets I mean the only regret I have is I didn't do it sooner Mm. but maybe I wouldn't have been in the right position to do that sooner but the other thing I would say is research and find the support networks that are out there so um, the local council I got a lot of support and I'd like to say thank you to them Newry Morning Down District Council they have business advice from the minute you start your business right through to where I am today Mm -hmm. so they will give you advice from startup um, do your business plan with you right through to then growing your business in terms of social media digital support and there's so much out there Mm -hmm. then there's um, the likes of um, networking groups and you've got the likes of Invest NI Intertrade Ireland there's an amazing support network in Northern Ireland Mm -hmm. and I think it's just knowing where to access that so you know, there's a lot out there that um, people can sort of research before yeah. they take that leap. There you know,
0: social media. You were saying earlier. Social media thing.
1: is fantastic, yeah. and you can do that, and that's free. You mm. know, so that started for me just posting all the time, being visible, being consistent with it. And again, that grew, and um, that led to a lot of opportunities coming in as well. So, as we said, but GI Blades and Eamon Holmes yeah. is another collector. <laughs> he has yeah. one of my pieces. Has in he his been down yet? has
0: he been in the gallery? He
1: hasn't yet, but he's promises. he's has <laughs> got him and Ruth are going to take a wee visit down. You know, oh, so yeah. when he's back over, so. Um, <laughs> Um, he's a real champion for local, yeah, you know, yeah. supporting local. Um, so, yeah, I would say that um, there's a lot of things you can do for free to start the ball rolling, and then that'll build your confidence, and then hopefully, you know, take that leap.
0: And if someone's looking to come, or if someone's looking to follow you on social media, what sort of, how would they go about doing that?
1: So, social media, um, Instagram will be my, uh, my main um, platform. So, it's Jacqueline Rennie Art on Instagram, and then I'm obviously on. Um, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and now TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joining the youth. Uh, t- I'm still very much just dabbling in TikTok at the moment, but mm-hmm. I think it's good fun, and I, you know, hope to do a lot more video content and um, behind-the-scenes paintings and things like that. So, you know, it's all just give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go and go throw yourself it. at it and see yeah. what happens. You well, know. So,
0: thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. I've really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you. Can't wait to get stuck on these bonds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are go. no so, actually,
0: thank you so much. You're very welcome. Um, and hopefully, you. you guys have learned something from the lovely Jackie here. This
1: has been the official Young Hunger podcast. I'll catch you guys in the next one.